Hey guys, my name is Marky. This is Beck. And this is our podcast, Going Dutch. Um, same girls, just a different tune. Let's go. Record a podcast, we so are. you can stop yelling at us. Yeah, we're not putting out content. Well, we've been busy. We have been so busy. It's currently Sunday, August twenty third, two thousand twenty. It is one twenty two in the afternoon. It feels really good to record on a Sunday. Here we are on a Sunday. The it's sun so nice. is out. The wind is blowing the leaves <laughs> within the trees. The uh, sun is shining. The tank is clean. It's so nice. So our nice. bellies are full our bellies are full we, we ate ate food not mexican food i'm so i love days like this because we can stream church when we streamed church we this did morning, stream church this morning but we also haven't seen each other in a week <laughs> and so yeah we did a little bit of catching up during church we did a lot of bit of catching up during yeah. church we caught up during church we caught up during church so <laughs> but we still had it on the tv <laughs> It was going. It was going. And yeah. um, I heard at one point Pastor Jeremy talking about the creator of the cosmos. So I know he was talking about God. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and then also we door dashed uh, Cotton Patch. Yeah. So that was delightful. It was a good choice. I, yeah. That was a nice. I hadn't eaten Cotton Patch in a very long time. I'm pretty sure. I haven't either. So. And I'm pretty sure though um, their mama's butter cake yeah. is it's a it's a cause to go back yeah because that was good i think good. i'm developing diabetes as we speak but well, yeah it was amazing super sweet it was so good yeah the um i can't believe you ordered dessert well the crust on my banana cream pie was full <laughs> <laughs> of sugar it was just sugar it's like one part graham cracker and four parts sugar for sure yummy <laughs> get it out of my mouth. Get it out of my mouth. So sweet. I'm uh, sorry, but I'm first of all, thank you for the creators of DoorDash. Yeah. Thank you, God, for them. <laughs> <laughs> because first of all, it's the best thing in the world. It's very convenient. The best thing. Like yeah. sometimes I want cotton patch, but I don't want to go to cotton patch. No. So if somebody's gonna bring me cotton patch for just a mere few extra dollars, yes, I will find the funds. Yeah, <laughs> and I will happen. let you bring it to me. But also, if I know you're gonna bring me Cotton Patch, whatever I want from the menu, mm -hmm. I'm not just gonna have you bring me an entree. I yeah. want you to bring me my entree with my side, with my drink, and my dessert. Yep, I want all the things. Sometimes I be thinking about appetizers too. <laughs> That's just a little much. I know I can't handle that. Yeah. You know. Well, if you're comfortable with leftovers, then. Yeah. Well, that's true. And I am. 
I am too. And I, I have such a difficult time understanding people who aren't. I know. Do someone, you know? I do too. Yes, I'm close to someone will who not eat leftovers. is not about leftovers not and will get offended. It. Yeah. Downright like, offended. I'm sorry. What am I? We already I'm had that meal. An animal. You just expect me to eat this, this the, the leftovers, the, like, the things, the stuff that no one else ate. <laughs> Literally the leftovers. I'm going, well, hand me that. Hand I will eat it, it cold. Give it to me. What in the world is wrong with people? <laughs> We're standing around the counter at the studio having a meal or something. And everyone's like, did anybody want any of this? And I'm like, oh. looking around as if someone's going to say no. What? Are y'all talking? Give me that. Yeah. Stop it. I'm that person. Oh, me too. I am that person. Don't, me too. Hurry, don't throw that away. Don't throw it away. I'll I eat it. I might throw it away tomorrow, but I want the option tomorrow to eat it. Exactly. I forgot to bring my food or don't want to make an effort to get food elsewhere. And then I have food here. That's how I am too. And sense. do you ever find yourself in a position where like, you wish you had a time machine so you could go back <laughs> and eat your food again. Oh, yeah. Or where you could go back and take home a to-go box because you made the choice to not. Yes. Um, we went to birthday dinner for Lynn yeah. this week. Yes. And we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. And we were having a great time. We had our beer. We had our wings. And I ordered 10 flats. Flats only because yeah. they're amazing. With no sauce. You're a flats fan? I love flats. Yeah? I don't get the boneless bullshit in my mouth. Becca done grown up. I'm grown. I'm a whole grown ass woman. I'm a fan of chicken on the bone. I just don't, I don't have a preference between flats and drums. How do you not? How do you not? I love How them do both you not? equally. They're See, fantastic. I have a guy friend who only eats drums. Drum. Yeah? Doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? That's You might as well go somewhere and get a fried chicken leg. Because they're like tiny fried chicken legs. Oh, yeah. You know? Yes. Tiny. Yeah. Little bitty. And to me, they have more gristle on them and more That's white true. meat texture. I mean, because I know it's the, not white yes, meat. Yes, the texture. I do understand what you, you're saying. You know what I mean? Though, yes. The, the meat on a flat is so much juicier. And, yeah, it yeah, just slides really right good. off. And lately on TikTok, I've seen how you eat a flat. Yeah. They push it down, they turn it on its end. Uh huh. Push the meat down with your fingers and thumbs. Yeah. Kind of loosens it up. And then they put that end that they push down in their mouth and all the meat comes off in their mouth. Oh, I've just, you grab it by the end and stick the whole bone in your, the whole See, I've not tried thing that. in your mouth and just pull the, the meat off in one go. Oh, like I guess that. I need to So you're to not like using that. your fingers to push the meat down. You're just using your teeth, basically. I can do that. Yep. I'm going to do, do that, that next time. Yep. I'm going to have my tall Miller lot and I'm going to eat wings like that. You're going to be that chick at the table where every man like, in the place is going to be impressed. They're gonna <laughs> and the women are going to be like, oh. ew. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. I and like it. The moments that you do it successfully, they're super proud moments. Yeah. Where you're I get just real like, proud of myself where I'm like, nailed yes. it. Every piece of meat off that bone. All the meat off that wing. Yep. They're just the best. Well, <laughs> So I ordered 10. Yeah. No flavor. I was trying to be like calorie conscious, you know. With your six <laughs> well, tall I beers. Had six tall beers. Yeah, so you can't. <laughs> if you're going to have six tall beers, you can't also have sauce on your meat. Okay. Yeah. So I got that and some carrots. And um, I ate six of the 10 mm -hmm. wings and got home 
I was drunk, so I didn't get a shower or anything. <laughs> and so the next morning, I got a shower. Yeah. Because I had to go to work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Come on. We're responsible people here. <laughs> and I uh, was in the shower washing my hair thinking, man. <laughs> I wish I had those other wings I didn't four eat. wings left. But I didn't get a to-go box, and I should have. You should have. So then I was daydreaming about a tiny little time machine where I could go back. Yeah. And get my wings back. A tiny time machine? Yeah. Just for, like, tiny amounts of time? Yes, because it was I just literally just hours. the night before. That's all I need. You know. 12 hours. Gah. I have to stop doing that. Leaving food stop. behind? Leaving food behind and also having too much to drink on a weeknight oh, so that when yeah. I go to work the next morning, I have the shakes. Like yeah. an alcoholic. I, I wanted to join you guys so much and I ended up, my evening approached so quickly and I was so busy at the studio. I intended to break away from the studio and come join you guys. And before I knew it, I looked down at my watch and it was 6.55. Oh, yeah, see? And y'all met at like 6? Six? 6, yeah. So I just texted Lynn. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've my entire evening just boom my bad slapped dog. me in the face but um i was thinking though like in the midst of that afternoon how the hell y'all were doing it because yeah. we just got back from the beach three days prior yeah and i could not i, I couldn't <laughs> figure it out i don't know like oof, i don't ooh. know i don't know yeah. i know thursday morning i was at work and i was like downing the water <laughs> i had already had a coconut water and a coconut body armor and was i mean down in the water because i'm like i've got to hydrate my liver yeah i mean i've got to do something i don't best life lately mm-hmm. just it's i don't know this is up for debate some people might be like um you're definitely depressed yeah. <laughs> and drinking way too Self-destructive. much. Self-destructive. But for me, I'm having a damn good time. Yeah. I'm having a real good time. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> to each his own. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's going to be fun. It's I did see fun. your car parked at the gym. Yes. Monday, the day after we got gym. back. Yep. That yep. was, I was impressed. I was thinking, you fucking go. You go. You go. That was impossible. Yeah. That was impossible. <laughs> I, yeah. I almost died. Curtis mm-hmm. was like, run. And I was like, just run. And he was like, yeah, we got to get that Miller Lite out of you. And I was like, uh, and he's like, I saw your Snapchats. <laughs> I saw your Snapchats. Never have your trainer on your social no, media. No, get them off. If you're, do you, your trainer is not your friend. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. I love that we're saying this because I have been texted by both of my coaches mm-hmm. at Loud House mm-hmm. getting on to me. Uh-huh. The fuck you been? Where you been at, dog? Yeah. Both of them. Busy. Even <laughs> talk. I've been I'm busy doing stuff. I've been doing stuff. And they're even going so far as to um, talk to Megan and give Megan permission to yell at me and question me with for why I haven't been back. Oh my gosh. So So you have to so you're going tomorrow. So yeah, I'm going tomorrow. So you're going yeah. tomorrow. I um for the record. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I mean like I I so I wasn't going to CrossFit. I was ill for a couple of days, like just super not feeling well. Mm-hmm. I think I've you definitely have just scare. exhausted my stuff. I did, yeah. I was a little worried for a second. <laughs> um, but everything's fine. This is fine. But um so I hadn't been the, but we got back from the beach and we ate so many sandwiches on the beach, which I don't feel guilty about. No, they were I'd, good, healthy, I mean, you know, for a sandwich. But yeah, like, yeah, 
you know, we, we could have had way worse. I feel like we actually made decent choices mm-hmm. as far as food. Yes. Was concerned. Beverages is a different <laughs> story. <laughs> but the food choices weren't so bad. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I got back from the beach and uh, had, I bought food. I bought fresh groceries, new proteins, high quality grass-fed beef, organic. Like I Oh, you I went got there. back to that place. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm okay. I'm having fun. I'm doing the most, but I'm also like doing the most in my daily life and it's exhausting me. So get back to the place where I cared about what I was putting in my body. Get back to the p- place where I cared about how I was using my body every yes. day. Right. So yes. food, fitness. I meal prepped so much food. I meal prepped breakfast for my entire week and I meal prepped dinner for the next four evenings and I then was called to the bathroom by my daughter because she needed help going (laughs) TT and I went in there it's a quick process friends I don't have to monitor her when she goes pee I just have to help her wipe she just pulls so, side note, she just pulls a square of toilet paper off of the roll and then just tosses it behind her. Oh, She's that's like, how she wipes. wipe, and she pulls a piece and then just tosses it behind no, her. No, no, like, Frankie. You're not wiping anything, kid. You're, <laughs> you're very much missing the point here. You're just wasting paper, and I don't know if you've heard about 2020, but that's not a thing we do anymore. Uh-uh, you do not waste so, toilet paper. That's a no. I'll help you. <laughs> I come back, and this asshole, the guy just passed out on my floor right now, this big furry one. Yeah. Is just <gasps> licking his lips. Oh, my God. And I heard a clatter. Fender like, got your food. All of it. All but one. I salvaged one piece of a breakfast dish <sighs> and, like, one and a half dinner meals. What? Oh, my God. Okay. All of the food. So you turn the corner into the kitchen and Fender's eating your meal prep. Fender's over here, like, in this dining area. And he's, like, licking his lips and, like, looking around. What'd you do? Fender. (laughs) And he, I mean, it's incredible to watch how he shrinks in size. It's remarkable, in fact. This is a big boy. I have a full. He's huge. A fully grown Labradoodle. He is big. And his and he's even so like they're already big and floppy, but he's even a big labrador. Big guy. He's yeah. Big for them. He is big. <laughs> um and shrinks down and starts backing away. And like his hair is grown enough around his face so like it covers most of his eyes when he looks down. <laughs> oh. Oh, I love it. Oh. I love it yeah. so much. I was livid. I was livid, and Frankie and I cooked it all together. Oh no! Like it, there was love put into the dishes, and I oh my if god! You're, if you care about cooking, like you understand what I mean. Yeah. Like when you put intention into food, and yeah. you just know it's going to be good, and all of it gone. Yeah. And then I can't bring myself. I just knew that his nasty ass tongue was all over every dish, <laughs> including the nasty. food that was left on the counter. So I couldn't bring myself to eat those either. No, I don't. <laughs> can't do it. I can't. I you know how much you. like stuff is in there. I don't. Play. <laughs> so literally, got to eat none of it. That's he ate grass-fed protein. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh-huh. Boy, I hope that was good. Yep. I hope it's a meal he'll never forget. Well, he. She's like, Mark, he's like, because it was his last one. I ain't I'm fed him telling since. you. I went to the studio <laughs> and they were boy. like, what happened? And I was like, all of my meal prep. I was still, I was holding on to it by the time I got to the studio. Oh my gosh. Talking about it. And they're like, yeah, what'd you do? And I was like, well, there's a dog in my crock pot right now <laughs> because I have to eat for the next four days. I was so irritated. <laughs> And I'm telling you, the diarrhea. Oh, diarrhea. <laughs> that, that happened the Poor next guy. day. He's lucky that happened in the lawn. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That. Oh, man. Had it been in your carpet, you might have uh, killed him. I might have. That dog, though, I would have just invincible. let him loose. I've been like, yeah, go play on the patio. Go, bye. Jump. Go. <laughs> go. <laughs> Did Y'all. I tell you he fits his head and shoulders between the rail? He's not jumping over the rail. I didn't tell you this. No. I'm, and how do you, what, you caught him mid-jump? Yeah. I don't, have we told them before that Fender jumped off the balcony uh, once? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It, if you're new to listening, Fender, Marky's dog, jumped off the balcony once. And the way she knows that is <laughs> she was, she put him out on the balcony because he wanted to be outside. She thought she, he could just like lay around and yeah, like, leisurely chill. And watch people. Um, she's on the couch and looks out the window and there's a dog in the <laughs> courtyard that looks, looks like familiar. Fender. <laughs> Because he had jumped off the balcony yeah. and was fine. Oh, was totally fine. Totally fine. Just got some mud on the side of his arm, so but he was good. now you caught him again? Yeah, yeah, so, well, I went onto the patio, and I was like, well, I'm out here. So yeah. I let him out with me, and he was happy. He was like, this is dope. Yes, this is a cool place to be. I'm just going to look over here. Oh, no. And I said, Fender. And he looked back at me, and he was fine. He was like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm good, dog. I'm just- well, Calm I'm down. just looking, you know, and took another little step and is looking and I'm watching him. Right. <laughs> Going, well, now he's close enough to the rail. He can't jump over the rail. Right. He's close. En- you know, he's so close. He's like up next to it. Yeah. Like his head is there. <laughs> so I was like, well, you can't, I mean, you'd have to back up for the projector. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then his head goes through the rail. <laughs> And I was like, Fender, what are you doing? And he goes a little bit further. And then he's got both of his shoulders oh and front arms God. out through the railing. <laughs> and it's, I'm telling you, and the ribcage was next. I was like, yo, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, okay, all right. Good. Good. I'm going to do Let's it. Back up. Get your ass oh inside. Oh, my God. Yeah, he just fit like a cat. If his head fits, the rest of him fits. He just doesn't care. No. He doesn't care about anything. He's going for it. And I'm telling you. I'm telling you, the next mm-hmm. time I meal prep, you're going beef, out on the balcony, and he eats it all. I'm just gonna let him out there and be like, "Live your best life, dude." What happens, happens. That's you're you're I'm living not. the dream, huh? Sorry. Living the dream, yeah. <laughs> Go. Oh, I can't believe Go. it. Have fun. I can't believe it. Oh, shithead. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. He so, ate your best groceries. Yeah. yeah. And so because of that, I just didn't give two fucks about life anymore. And oh. so all week long, I've eaten out food. I'm dying. You want a meal? I'm, meal I'm, bam, yeah. Bam. yeah. <laughs> you want real food. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. So I'm going to do it. that. And instead of letting my dishes cool on the counter... Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and go and help with my daughter PM. Just be like, Frank, you're going to have to hold on, baby. Yes. Because grass fed beef. Yeah. Or I'm be like, Fender, get in here. Yeah. You're coming Wipe your with sister's me. ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally no one can trust you. Yeah. That's, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, um, 
speaking of what you put in your body, I've always known that you guys were my people. I've always known that. I've never doubted it. But it was the moment that I came into the kitchen at the beach house. Mm -hmm. I come in the kitchen hungover. Bad hungover. I just needed something to eat. Yeah. To make sure I was going to be okay. Like, <laughs> my body was like, anything. Give us something. Yeah. And we can't wait a second longer. Fuel. Some kind of fuel. Something. Let's get ourselves. Soak up yeah. the, the poison that you have poured into us yes. all night long. Yeah. And I'll never forget the look on your face when I reached for that <laughs> cream cheese bear claw, bear claw and went to open up the plastic. You were looking at me like, don't. No. And I said, well, I just, <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> well, I just, you started like lightly shaking your head and you were like, no, no, no. Very calm. No. Like, and then Jen comes behind you and she's like, don't. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> and I'm looking at y'all like, I hate, hate you, you both. Y'all love me. You love me so much. <laughs> I hate I you. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. It, I make a sandwich? That's going to take me 30 years. (laughs) I'm so hungover. But I, because y'all stopped me, I didn't have that. I had a sandwich, which took me forever to make. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That was it. The best weekend, but also a rough one. I really put my old bod to the test. Yeah. My Mm. fully grown 33-year-old body. It does not bounce back like it used to. (laughs) It really doesn't. But... I was thankful for y'all, even though I hated you so much, mm-hmm. so much, yeah, so much. The sugar, but you're right, because you were like, you already don't feel good, and the sugar's just going to make you feel worse. It'll make you so ill. You don't need that. It'll make you so ill, at least with a sandwich. Yeah, you're getting the bread, but you're also getting a small amount of processed protein, but it's something. It's something. It's better than a it's cream something. cheese bear claw. It's better. It's wow, more than sugar, God. so... We really did, you guys. We had the best weekend. It was so fun. So I much fun. Not- anticipate enjoying baking in the sun as much as I did. Yes. I, it felt so good. It was so the, good. And it was bloody hot. Oh my god. Bloody gosh. hot, but constant wind. Yeah. I mean your hair had no chance. No. Not no at chance. All. And the cool thing was you didn't give a fuck. Right. I didn't care. I didn't care at all. That naughty ass, salty ass, sweaty shit. Oh my god. I gosh. didn't care. It felt so good. It was so nice. To bake in the sun. And the I think we all brought multiple swimsuits. You mm-hmm. were, you saw yourself and all of your friends in one swimsuit on day one, and then a completely different one on day two. Yep. And you didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like nobody cared about their gut. Nobody cared about their thighs. No, we were living our best. Nobody lives. cared about anything, and it was amazing. It, was it felt good. so incredible. We had listen. If there's one thing our group knows how to do, mm-hmm. it's have a good time. Yeah. We don't. We it it and I don't we like we don't always have the best of the best of everything. Some stuff is makeshifted. It's okay. Yeah. But we have got our music, our snacks. We've got our umbrellas. We can be in the sun if we want. We can be in the shade if we want. Mm-hmm. We've got everything we need all the yep. time. Drinks all the time. Yeah. Drinks whatever. Yeah. And we all get along so well. We do. Um. The group is made up of a like different kinds of individuals where some. Of us are keeping the party going like way into the night mm-hmm. and others are crashing early. And then the next day it's completely opposite. Yep. It, and nobody cares. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Nobody, nobody picks on anybody. 
everybody is not just, with malice anyway. Yeah, I mean, we give yeah, each other. We shit, absolutely but. give each other shit, but um, and some of us are married, some of us are not. Like it just, mm-hmm. it just works. I it mean, does. we're just the best group of people, in my opinion. Yeah, might be a little biased, but you, yeah, know, well, you know, we're just the best group of people. <laughs> we had such a good time. It was, yeah, it was wonderful. Such a good time. I definitely. Uh, kept reapplying the sunscreen. I did yep. not get a sunburn. I was Ditto. super happy about that. I did a good job too. Loved being in the sun. Yes. Had w- way too much beer. Yeah. I think, I know for sure I said I was going to read. Um, but I think I also made the claim that I wasn't going to drink much. Yes. So I lied on both of those accounts. Was it- <laughs> I definitely drink a lot and I didn't read. It's okay. I read cards. You did read cards. I, re- I read tarot cards for a few of our friends. You did do got that. got some readings and they were all very... Did Jen tell you about hers? Yeah. Did she end up telling you like... Sur- yeah. The, she was... Hers was very... Taken um, aback. In tune. By it. Yeah. Annie's was too. Was it? I yeah. didn't... See, I didn't know Annie's got... Annie, Annie I read got Annie's, hers read. Yeah. Read Annie's cards and it, they were... I was like, oh. Uh, oh, Lord. Well, Annie. And the thing was too, I read... Who did I read first? Jen, your Jen, my Jen, and then and I then think it was your my Jen. Jen, yeah, and then Annie. Okay, so my Jen and your Jen were very like positive and uplifting and lovey. Jen's was super, your Jen's was super lovey, like love focused and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I got to Annie's, and it was not. I mean, it was it had good messages, but also like she pulled the death card, <laughs> which is about transformation. It's not about death. But then, like, she also pulled another card, a swords card, which are notoriously known for, like, being a little rough. Typically, I always think of, like, being stabbed in the back. Swords is just an easy way to remember that they're kind of, like, intense and not necessarily negative, but negative. (laughs) (laughs) So, I pulled the swords card for her, and I was like, ooh. Oh, my God. Well, Annie, see what this means. So scary. Yeah. So, how was her mood after that? Was it okay? Did she seem? Um, she um, handled it well. It was. She was kind of like, you know, my version of neat. Okay. You know. Yeah. And then I told her we could pull a clarification <clears throat> card, like if we wanted to extend the message a little bit and just see how that went. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Yeah, for this one," and I was like, "Okay." And so, and that one ended up being better. Okay. And, like, saying, like, it's a hard road, but there's light, you know, is yeah. this and that or whatever. So, anyway. Okay. It was okay. Well, and I'm positive with, you know, she could apply that to current things going on in her life. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is easy to do. That's but, good. yeah. Yeah, so. That's interesting. Vastly different cards. So, That's but interesting. It was, it was very entertaining. Well, and the whole time you guys were pulling cards, you had me in the kitchen going, oh, I'm going <laughs> to pull my Uno cards. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's fantastic. I mean. I'd, hey. You <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. It was very true. <laughs> I was s- smiling just like this going, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I want in the back That's good. That's the back. That's what. Yep. Any, mm-hmm. Yeah. I but can yeah, definitely a, focus. Um, the only reading I did. Yeah. Was that. Yeah. I didn't read a book. I well, did take a book to the beach. You took a book. Um, I didn't open it. That's okay. I was too busy. It's okay. Like, you know, we were singing and dancing and drinking and so much fun. Playing around. So much fun. Baking. I had a blast. It was fantastic. I'll go back right today. To go back, me too. Right now. Right this minute. I'll drop everything else. You know? I gotta take Frankie. Yeah. Well, and I get her he should get to go. Bless his <laughs> heart. So. But speaking of tarot cards, uh-huh. made me think of Something that has nothing to do with tarot cards. Okay. (laughs) 
But <laughs> I wanted to tell you about this really neat experience I had the night you guys had Cedric Burnside at Black Spot. Yes. Um. So I how how would you describe Megan? Like what it does she or what is she? Um, Megan would call herself a psychic. A psychic. Okay. Um, it, it's to for me personally, I don't like the term because I feel like people will either scoff or roll their eyes. Yeah, or, it comes with a stigma. So, yeah, it comes with a stigma. So I try to avoid using that term because, mm-hmm. unless until you meet Megan, mm-hmm. you it's impossible for you to realize or recognize that she does have a gift. She definitely has a gift. Um, but she would call herself a psychic. Okay. So she reads tarot. She is very in tune with the the higher world. Mm-hmm. Um, she will talk to you about how she has spirit guides. She feels guided by things that we cannot see. Um, so yeah, there's that's Megan. That's Megan. Yes. Okay. So to set the scene for those who haven't ever met Megan, uh, we all know. That I'm a little close-minded, right? Okay. As far as that, yeah, as far, yeah. Like, I'm I'm much more I'm much less free than others. Yeah, as far as my thinking, and you know, I'm a little more black and white than others. Still open mind, but in regards to like tarot or spirit guidance, yeah, psychics, I'm like mad. Yeah, I believe in ghosts. <laughs> Only because I've had my own experiences throughout life. But eh, I just, it's hard to convince me that any of that stuff is real. Well, I met Megan for the first time probably a year, year and a half ago. When she told me that she had never seen an aura the color of mine. And she was like fascinated by it. And this was like right when I had met her. Yeah. You know, we shook hands. It's nice to meet you. Oh my gosh, your aura is so beautiful. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And in that probably five minutes before you told her to hush and leave me alone. (laughs) She um, was already like telling me things about myself. Not in like a weird creepy way. Like she didn't just come at me. It was just like in light conversation. You know, she said... From what I can tell about you, you have some psychic tendencies, but you totally avoid them and you act like they're not real. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then she had mentioned a man around me who she thought had good intentions, but she couldn't figure out who it was because I was like, well, I mean, I haven't lost anybody. I can't imagine who the man is. Yeah. <clears throat> and she said that maybe it was a family member like an ancestor or something but he was definitely there i never gave it much thought and that's when you were like megan she's not about that you're just you're just wasting your time we better talk about something else and that's when we ordered McAllister's sandwiches and not more about that so um this is a really it's it's weird and i haven't told you about it um i wanted to save it for the podcast so everyone knows that my dad passed away on june 15th and I don't know that I've talked too much about it. I'm sure I've mentioned it, but I carry around some, I'm a little bitter and I'm angry and I'm frustrated because we were so close and he passed away and he's talked to other people according to them, you know, has like told them goodbye and that he didn't want to leave, but had to and yada, yada, yada. But I haven't heard one fucking word from him. Yeah. And it's like, he just died and he's just gone. Like I can't feel him. I can't hear him. He's just gone. Yeah. And I've been super frustrated. And uh, so at Black Spot, 
he's the last thing on my mind, mm-hmm. right? I I love him and I carry him with me, but I'm with my friends and we've got Cedric Burnside playing some kick-ass blues. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy. And all of a sudden, I can't, I still can't remember what song it was, but all of a sudden, I'm sitting with Nikki next to me. This song is playing and it's right as Cedric like really gets into the guitar and they become one, like him and the guitar. You could see him, and he forgot we were in the room. Yeah. He was just doing his thing. And right about that time, I felt Dad. He, Oh, my gosh. He would have loved it. He was going, yes, this, Beck. This is it. And he was enjoying it. Yeah. And that's when I smelled the black and mild. And I looked around, and it, it, I, I looked for him to be standing behind me yeah. because it was that close. Yeah. I mean, it was just insane. So I had, like, my moment. You know, it was cool. I felt him. Life was good. Maybe an hour goes by. Cedric's gone. We're all standing around just talking. And Megan comes up to me. And she said, hey. Like, she has, like, super friendly, always friendly, always bubbly. But there's, like, this sense of urgency in her voice. And she said, can I talk to you for a second? I I have to talk to you for a second. I don't want to upset you, but I have to talk to you. And I was like, yeah, what's up? She just kind of turns me away from the group. Like, she doesn't make me walk off or anything. Yeah. Um, she said, you're, you're dad. I, I've been wanting to talk to you the last two times I've seen you, but I didn't know what to say or how to start this conversation. But your dad's not going to let me go without talking to you. And I got to be honest. My first reaction was, easy now. Yeah. Like, don't bring me that bullshit. Yeah. You know, because to me, it's bullshit. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. I respect her and what she does, but it's not for me. Yeah. And so don't bring that to me, especially about my dad. Yeah. So my first instant instinct was like, all right, Megan, you don't make me mad now. Yeah. Like, don't ruin my <laughs> night. And she said, I just, I have to tell you something. It's like he's got his hand on my shoulder and he's like leading me to you and wanting me to talk to you. And that got my attention right off because any time me and dad would be somewhere, if he was like, like, um, say we're at a water park Uh and there's a crowd of people, Uh he would always hold one shoulder, whichever side he was on would be the shoulder that he grabbed with his four fingers in the front and his thumb like up by my neck. And that's how he would steer and guide me. And as soon as she said that, his hand on her shoulder, it with a firm grip, she mentioned, I'm like, that instantly I'm like that's how he would always guide me or if we were like at a family function waiting to eat and we were all standing there and there's prayer first if somebody would pray we would bow and his hand would go immediately on my shoulder and then we would always always make fun of the prayers if someone either took too long or said something stupid he would (laughs) squeeze my shoulder and that would be how we talked you know in silence so that got my attention and I was like all right well okay I'll hear you out so, she said that he he understands why I'm upset and that he wants to talk to me and he's been trying to talk to me, but that I'm just too angry to hear him, which is so crazy because that's not something I've shared with with anyone other than than like you or yeah. Lynn or Jen that's been close to me. Yeah. And even then I haven't talked about it too much. Like it's not like I've made a social media post where she could know that I've been struggling with that. Yeah. So that got my attention. And also for like the first three weeks after dad died, 
Okay, you know how I told you, and I, I mentioned it in the podcast not too long ago, that there's breadcrumbs on the sidewalk all the time. Yes. And it was all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, I figured out it's the lady that lives next to me. She puts out little breadcrumbs for the little brown birds that live in the bushes uh -huh. to eat. Uh -huh. Well, and they're always cute and fun to watch, and I've been watching them. Well, for the last three weeks after Dad died, I would notice this group of brown birds on her little balcony stoop, and then they would all fly away. And left behind was this ugly little female cardinal, okay? Uh -huh. And I remember thinking, it was probably the second time I saw her. You know, you can tell they're female because they're not pretty. They're not, they have they're like... Bright and bold and colorful. Yeah, they're yeah. just like brownish, reddish, and they've got the orange beak, but they're not pretty. But you know it's a cardinal. And you know what they say about death and cardinals. I don't think it's always bullshit, but whatever. Yeah. But I've noticed this little red cardinal, and I thought, you know, I wonder if that is dad. But then I laughed at myself because I'm like, he wouldn't come back as a cardinal. Yeah. He'd come back as a badass owl or a hawk or <laughs> or eagle. Um, and if he did come back as a cardinal, it would not be that fat little ugly brown, <laughs> brown and red cardinal. And then I saw her a third time and I've never seen her since. Mm -hmm. And the last time I saw her was probably two or three weeks before the black spot, uh, mm -hmm. event. So... Megan proceeded to tell me, she said, I keep having this vision when I think about you and your dad, and this is going to freak you out. I keep having this vision. I'm walking along. I can't tell if I'm in the woods or, or something, but it's where there are birds, and she's got my attention. Yeah. And she said, and I come across, I come upon this little group of brown birds, and she said, when I get up to them, they all fly away, except this little cardinal's left. And she said, but what's weird is that it's a female cardinal. <laughs> Stop it. She, I'm, I'm about to say it, fucking said it. And instantly, I, I just stopped and looked at her. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? She said, I know, it, it might be silly, it might not mean anything to you. I don't, I don't know. She's like, I have to admit, I'm really emotional right now. But it's just, I walk up to it. It's this little pile of birds. They all flutter away. And then left behind is this little cardinal. And it's a female cardinal. Does that, is that a, is that stupid? And I'm like, Megan, I'm sorry. And I just busted out crying. And I was like, you have to stop. You have to stop. I can't, I can't hear anymore. I seriously can't. I'm, I'm good. That's, I don't need to know anything else. What? So then she starts crying and she's like, I'm sorry. It's just real heavy. Like, I know it's not my dad I've, and, I, and I'm not trying to know your pain. But yeah. she said, I just, that just keeps coming up. I don't know if it means anything to you and I don't need to know. And I'm just left with going, what? What? There's, I haven't told anyone, yeah. not even you. I, I haven't mentioned know. that stupid bird. To anybody. Yeah. And I've not seen her since. I have not seen her since. And that same group is there eating the little bread. Yeah. Still there. Cardinal's gone. Cardinal's gone. Have not seen her since Megan said something. It's the craziest thing. Craziest thing. Then she said, and I just, I just, he wants you to know that he loves the fact that you're considering being a part of a band. Um, he wants you to know that obviously he knows you can sing really well and he thinks you're great and the band would be fun. But his main focus is on you 
and he just thinks that you should always be center stage, and he wants you to keep trying to learn how to play the guitar. And I was like, Megan, I don't. (laughs) That's enough. That's enough. Stop it. Freaked me out. Yeah. Freaked me out. But gave me all the reassurance in the world. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know that they do stay with us. I watch us from heaven. Mm. I don't, I don't know how it works. I've never been dead. Right. All I can tell you is that since, since June 15th, I have not heard a word from him. I've questioned things, but I haven't felt him. Nothing. And then that night, in music that was, I mean, he raised me on B.B. King. In music that he would have, we would have all just disappeared. It would have been, it would have been him and Cedric Burnside. Yeah. Music that he would have just melted for. And then I smell a black and mild. And then an hour later, he's grabbing Megan's shoulder. She's yeah. describing it the way he would me. And then the bird and the guitar. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. It is, it is very. Insane. Yeah, it's surreal. Insane. Mm-hmm. And bless Megan's heart. Like, I'm sure it was heavy. She yeah. said that he'd been wanting her to talk to me for a while, but she just didn't know how to start the conversation. So she was like, eh, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. But that night she was like, I just, I have to. Yeah. And I can't not. He's not going to let me not say anything. Yeah. How weird is that? Yeah. Sorry, guys. I know that story took forever, but so interesting to me. Yeah, it is. So it really interesting. Is. That's insane. Yeah. It's very surreal. So, uh, I still don't believe in tarot or any of that. I don't want to get my cards read. But I had somebody come up to me and tell me some stuff that she would have never known. And that's all I can tell you. Right. Take what you want from it. Yeah. Uh, This is my experience. But that was my experience. And I didn't ask for it. It wasn't provoked. It, It came and found me. Yeah. I didn't go searching for it. Yeah, I'd be so, I mean, I could argue that she listened to our podcast and knew that you were angry about your dad dying. Sure. But the bird, I didn't know about the bird. The bird. I knew about the breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. but a very confusing, what the hell is happening here? Mm-hmm. No evidence of birds last time we spoke about it. Yeah, no, when we talked about it, I was like, I think they're dropping snacks off for me. Because when we talked about it on the podcast, I hadn't, I wondered where the heck that bread was coming from right. and had never seen any birds eating off of it and then weeks later is when i was like oh she's feeding birds that's cute and then it wasn't until after dad died that the little cardinal popped up yeah and she gone i look for her every day yeah and she gone Mm. dad would come back as an ugly little red cardinal cardinal (laughs) (laughs) but if you think about it because me and jen were talking about it on the way to the beach she's like it would happen I am so close-minded. I mean, I am. Like, you're so tough to convince of stuff sometimes that it would have to be that for you to listen to Megan. Not a red male cardinal. Yes. If Megan would have said a red cardinal to you, you would have blown that off. It would have to be the ugly little red female cardinal that you see, that she sees in a group of other little birds. Yeah. For you to go, okay, this might have some weight to it. Yeah. And it's so true. It is true. How crazy is that? It is that? very true. That's I, pretty wild. I don't envy Megan. I can't imagine having uh, that responsibility. Yeah, I'll say this. the Seeing the evidence of like her greeting her client and then them going to the back and her them doing their reading and stuff and then that client leaving and she's a completely different person. Mm-hmm. 
and like and sometimes it's in a positive way but sometimes it's not sure and she'll talk about you know the energy or the color or the connection or whatever Mm -hmm. and but you can just see like how it pulls on her and draws from her it's kind of crazy I can imagine it being very draining and in my own experience the the messages she has offered to me have been just very like I don't know very true yeah very applicable very spot on yeah so anyway but I that's very insane it's very blows my mind yeah absolutely blows my mind yeah so that's crazy dad's around apparently yeah well you know and yet again it's my fault yeah you know which sounds typical you're too angry to hear me I'm around and it's true but you could have not died. Yeah. Let's go there. <laughs> we wouldn't even be in this situation had you hung around. So who's the bad guy, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Who's the asshole, Dad? So, I mean, I may be, but I'm only this way because of what you because did. Because of what you did. So. It, it was just insane. Yeah. It did give me, oh, I guess a lot of peace, mm. you know. Because I had been struggling with that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it found me. Like, I didn't go searching for answers. They just were laid in my lap. That was nice, too. Yeah. So, it's kind of something I, I hold dear. Don't yeah. talk much about it. I've now shared it with the world. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, well, it's it was cool. It's kind of cool. It is cool. So. It is very you cool. You know, there's that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I've also hit um, an epiphany. Yeah. In that. I recently had to make a decision mm-hmm. uh, for myself. I'm tired of decisions. Decisions are hard. I don't Adulting make decisions is hard. anymore. Adulting <laughs> is hard. Yeah. And I, when I hit this, when I came to this decision and I hit the realization that it had to be made, mm-hmm. it made me think: How many other people are out there suffering with and battling with matters of the heart? And how many other people need to hear this? Mm-hmm. And without going into too much detail. I just want to say, sometimes you have to decide for your, you're the only one that can take care of yourself, period. You yes. can have people that love you and that have the best of intentions for you. But when it comes down to it, you ultimately make the decisions on your actions, what you're going to tolerate, what you're not, what takes away from you, what feeds you. And it's your responsibility to take care of yourself. Yes, quite literally. It is just you and only you. Yes. Whether... You're married with three kids and both of your parents and your husband's parents are alive and they're involved in... It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter what predicament or scenario or situation you're in. It is you and only you. You and you alone. Yes. That's it. That's the it. The choices you make, the way you treat yourself, the way you allow others to treat you. It's all That's you. That's hard to wrap your mind around too because you let so many things, like, like being a mom or a wife or a good friend you whereas those are good things yes. and can feed your soul if you're not careful they can change your identity yes you can begin to identify as that friend that mom that wife instead of who you instead are who happens you. to be a, a mom, mom a friend a, a wife friend. yes yes so that's the number that's the number one thing to hold on to and to remember what i have been battling with is learning the difference between who someone really is versus their potential the potential Mm -hmm. of who they can be Mm -hmm. and I've been in an entanglement 
Mm-hmm. Have you heard that term lately? Yes, the, the new 2020 term. Yes, I've been in an entanglement with someone's potential. Yeah, um, and that's been the hardest lesson to learn, and it's been that way for years. I mean, I've wasted a lot of time and got attached to their potential and have only let that draw from me, drain me, trick me, and hurt me. Um, And what I've learned about myself is that I'm so good at convincing myself things aren't so because I just don't want it to be true. Mm -hmm. And I have to stop that. Yeah. We have to stop that. The person that's in front of you, and I want, I, I mean, I'm sure there are guys out there that struggle with the same thing, but ladies, just because I am a girl and I can relate more, the person that's in front of you, look at them, and right now I'm talking more about an intimate setting, a, a romantic relationship. Yeah. Look at them, what they bring to you right now, what for they make you they feel are. right now. Yes, look at them for who they are. Forget the good times you could have, the way they say things could be. Look at them right now and assess how they make you feel. Mm -hmm. That's who they are. They are not going to change. Their potential is possibly what you're in love with. Their potential is what is keeping you on. And that potential is fake. It is. It is something that you have made up. That potential doesn't mean anything. So if the person you see right now confuses you, sometimes gaslights you, tells you to calm down when you have a legit reason to be upset or your feelings to be hurt, they don't actually take the time to realize what they did wrong and try to fix that. They just, mm-hmm. just calm down. We'll figure it out. They just don't want to mess with it right then. Um, you, if they make you wonder why they don't want to be around you, drop it. Because I'm telling you, the reason you're hanging on is you're waiting on them to reach the potential that you've made up in your mind. They're not actually those people. Drop it. And that's the hardest thing I've had to... um, Unfortunately, mine has been more of a... It's been a romantic relationship and a friendship. And I feel like I'm losing both. Mm -hmm. But I have to become okay with that. Yeah. Because the potential's never going to happen. And what actually was made me question my worth, made me question, uh, was I good enough? Made me start to compare myself to other girls. Mm -hmm. I'm not that girl. Right. I'm not that girl. I'm a lifter upper and I'm confident. I don't compare myself to other girls and I bring other girls up. And this situation had me in a place where I felt inferior. I felt like I had to be territorial. And that is not Becca Reynolds. Yeah. I am not a territorial person. Yeah. Um. So take away from this to to take care of yourself and to assess the difference between who someone really is versus their potential. Yes. And it's likely you've made it all up in your head and that's the hardest part to break up with. It is. <laughs> is what you've really made is. up in your mind. Yeah, I've w- what you've convinced yourself mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. I've actually given this speech several times in the past so I don't know a few months maybe but from the opposite side just telling someone you have to stop looking at me mm-hmm. as what you hope me to be as what you wish I could be and start seeing me for who I am yes they are two very different things yes 
And it's not, I'm not delivering this at trying to be a jerk. I'm telling you, you start doing that and you're, you're setting yourself up for so many things for, yeah, you're, you're putting a standard out there that can't be met. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of pressure on that other person. Mm -hmm. And you don't know how that other person is handling that if they're carrying guilt or, or trying so difficult, like so, so much to be not the 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 version of themselves that very much is not what you're projecting them to be yeah specifically to deter you away mm-hmm. it's you're you have to stop living in something other than reality right the 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 true here and now mm-hmm. there is no future no and there you're setting yourself no up for straight disappointment it is present day right now mm-hmm. what is happening right now what you see in front of you currently that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. You can't keep falling in love with what you hope for it to be one day. Because no. it's not going to be that. No. It's not going to be that. Point blank period. And even the problem too is even if it could be, which we're very much saying it's not. It's not. Even <laughs> if it could be, that's in a different time than yes. where you're at currently. A different time. You're not there. reality. It's just crazy. That's, that's separate. That's other. That doesn't exist. Yes. It actually does not exist right now. Exactly. Because you could die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's not That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. The simulation could be over tomorrow. Let it the game go. Is over. The game the, is the over. The big man on the other side of the dimension pulls the plug on this game. He's and tired we're of playing it. We're done. So. I would love to be a different character in the stop. game. <laughs> <laughs> Choose a different one. You see those videos of like. The people and they're standing waiting to be chosen. Like, you yes. know, you're flipping through the characters. And yes. He's swaying back and forth. Like, Just ready. Re- yeah. Ready and I'm waiting. Ready. I'm waiting for that character. I'm waiting for that character. I want to play that with him. God. I'm telling you, life is hard. Yes. But let me also, mm-hmm. let me toot someone's horn. Okay. Okay. Because in the situation that I had, have found myself in and that I've put myself through for years, I did have a woman contact me, and stories are never fun when you can't know all the details, but because we can't share, we just right. can't share. So, said woman mm-hmm. is a is a friend of mine. Um, we're not super close, haven't hung out very much, but she has a great heart. Mm-hmm. I admire her. I liked her before, but I like her even more now. Mm-hmm. Um, said woman did the right thing. She didn't want to sign up for the same pain that I had signed up for uh-huh. for three years. Uh, and so she uh, she showed integrity in a friendship. Um, she showed integrity for herself and also for the offspring she is raising. Um, she's a stand-up woman because of the way she handled said situation. Yeah. Um, and my whole point is is that... And I sent her this message, and I was like, you know, in a world of I can take your man if I want to, Ugh. you have proven that we're, we women are not all robots. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a competition. It's mm-hmm. not a, a matter of who can dance longer and better. Yeah. Now, to some it is, but the way that you've handled this situation, the way that you've handled yourself in this situation, I already liked you before, but I see you in a totally different light. And it gave me hope that in the world of I can take your man if I want to, in mm-hmm. a world where it's whose extensions are blonder, longer, and thicker, uh, 
there are still good women who, who I, it's not, it's, it's not a game where we have to have each other's backs, but unfortunately, yeah, there are still women who can hold a friendship or even an acquaintance higher than the attention of some guy. Yeah. It exists. Yeah. And it gave me hope. Yeah. That it is gave refreshing me hope to hear. Because at first I felt not only defeated and like I had lost a friend who really never was truly my friend and I was dealing with all that. And then also I'm faced with all the, the other women. Right. I'm faced with that. Um, it lightened things to where I was like, there are still good people. So I'm not just out here alone. It's not just all dog eat dog. Mm-hmm. Um, there are good people who truly do genuinely care about others' hearts. Yeah. And who sense. also don't want to sign up for right. being treated like shit. Yeah. You know. But some women will sign up to be treated like shit just so they can say, I won. Yes. When really you didn't win you nothing. No, nah, girl. But that's up for a whole nother podcast. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it was just, it's just been, I've learned a hard lesson, but a good lesson. Mm. And um, hopefully one that I can use to help other people. Because mm. don't tell me we haven't all experienced some kind of toxic relationship, whether that be romantic or Absolutely. friendship or family. Yeah. Uh, you got to get rid of it. And it's hard. It is hard. It's hard, especially when you are like me and so good at convincing yourself something isn't the truth just because you don't want it to be true. Yeah. I'm bad about that. Ooh. I will it do is- it. It is easy to all these non-tangible things. Mm-hmm. Non-tangible. Wouldn't that be intangible? Inten- yeah, well, non-tangible. <laughs> <laughs> technically accurate, it's right? It's technically accurate. So, fuck you if you start a podcast. <laughs> start your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all of these intangible things, the it is easy to to adjust the scales in your favor with totally. how you're feeling in the moment. Totally. Well, I'm optimistic and I'm feeling, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm healthy. Life is good. The sun is out. I'm optimistic. So this, the bad stuff is, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, but in it's all doable. of these things, I it's easy for me to add more weight to all of these things. So these things are more important now. Mm-hmm. The most difficult thing is, trying to find something's true value yes you know what quote i love um and it's this isn't going to be verbatim but i always heard of it like through my like teenage years was people will forget what you said or what you did but they'll never forget how you made them feel Ooh, that i mean and i'm a great example i forget everything me too i don't i can't remember the words i and i will this is not verbatim will be my quote on my tombstone this is not verbatim because i can't remember those things Mm -hmm. and i don't remember exactly what you did but i remember that it felt true and it felt healthy yeah and i felt seen and i felt loved yeah i remember the feelings of all those things Mm -hmm. i remember feeling insignificant Mm -hmm. i remember feeling invisible Mm -hmm. i remember feeling those things yeah so the true value has to come from that truth such truth because you can't such truth well he's bought me flowers twice Mm -hmm. but he lied to me four times yeah that i know of that i know (laughs) you know uh there uh 
I, all the times, you know, that you do, you feel invisible, unseen. The mm-hmm. times that you've gone, hey, and you know me, like, I'm a dude. I'm yeah. so much a dude. You're I'm cool. Dude. I'm dramatic in, like, a funny way. Yes. I don't like to fight. I will avoid a confrontation. I'm not insecure. I'm not going to give you heck over other girls. I'm not going to not going to fight with you. So if I bring something to you that hurts my feelings, I bring it even then to a, hey, I know you probably didn't mean such and such, but when this happened, it made me feel like this way, and I just wanted to kind of talk about it. Yeah. And I remember bringing up situations like that and said man would go, calm down. Or the next day, are you done being bitchy yet? Like, hey. And I, before I'd laugh it off and be like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't deserve that yeah and I think the hardest part of healing now is it's slapping myself on the back of my own hand going dude yeah you you know you mm-hmm. you know you mm-hmm. and yet you just kept letting it go you would put in effort to let it go you would put in effort to make yourself yes it seemed like it was your fault Sure. No. Or not that big of a deal. Or not that big of a deal. Which just invalidates your own feelings. Absolutely. It is crazy, too. We preach so often to find your worth, to mm-hmm. know your worth, to mm-hmm. value yourself. And the a tough a tough thing about being in that position and, and being aware of things like that is you get to this point. So now you know how great you are. Yeah. You know how good you are. Yeah. And so then it's... Your fault and only your fault. Totally. That you're allowing things like this to happen to you. It's been the hardest part. You're exactly right. Neat. It's been the hardest part. And I had that thought last night coming home from the lake. I'm driving home and I'm thinking, I can't help my best friend who's going through a divorce. We're talking about her worth and her value. And she knows me and this three-year relationship. I'm sitting here telling her, no, you're worth you're not going to take that shit like you you are you are so many good things and you're gonna da da and I'm like who am I to talk not only have I convinced myself that it's okay it's not that bad but I convinced her it's okay it's not that bad you it's okay it's not that bad when it hasn't been okay and it has been that bad right so I'm supposed to lift everyone else up but I'm just it's okay for somebody to treat me in less than a mediocre way. Absolutely. Uh-uh. Absolutely. Uh-uh. Well, it's easier to see. True. When you're looking out at someone else. True. And you're not the one that's emotionally invested. Yeah. You're it's blinded easy to go, by that. Oh, whoa, whoa. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. No. No. You are not. You're so much. You deserve so much more than that. Uh-huh. And then, and then you go home. And you answer that text or that phone call. Yeah. And and then drive down the road to meet up behind a fucking wherever, a restaurant or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because no. it needs to be secret. Because I'm that's, good. It's not a public thing. Like, okay. what the hell? What are, I'm sorry. No. What's that? What, what is, is that? that? What is that? It's it's a it's so much easier to look at our to look at each other, which is good. I mean, it's good to have friends like that. True, but absolutely true. But shame on sh- me. Look at yourself with your own eyes. Shame on and shame on me. I thought you have a podcast. You're telling all these people to know their worth, and they have no idea. Mm. And you're even blind to the fact that yeah. you're in this situationship. That's another 2020 That's, term. Yeah. That. <sighs> 
it feeds you in no way. Yeah. This is somebody you call your best friend who, to other people, if, if it gets them what they want, they claim to not know you. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. But I'm going to tell everybody else, know your worth. Don't take no shit. Yeah. But I'm going to go on over here and take, take some shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. And you can know your worth and you can not take shit and also not be a bitch. Absolutely. I am the least of a bitch somebody will ever meet. And from now on, I'll be damned. Yeah. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be hard to get along with. I'm just not that person, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I'm also not going to let you use me for what I bring to, to your life. Absolutely not. No, no. I don't have a single friend that would act like they don't know me no. for, for all the money. No. Girls, boys, treasures in the world. They I, wouldn't act like they didn't know me. No, not at all. Mm-mm. And that's the thing too, is the, I, I could say that I'm biased and I absolutely am. Cause I, it's, I'm experiencing my own reality, but you're so good. Right? You're such a good egg. I am too. You are too. I am too. I am so good. good. Lynn is so good. She's such a good egg. And it's just true. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing to like say words and you know, we're like I said, I'm biased, but it is true. So to be so good and, and not hold ourselves to a higher standard. Amen. It doesn't make any sense at all. Amen. Not a single shame bit of it. on us for not. Yeah, shame on us for not. And I mean that. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. Shame on you. Shame on Lynn and any of you other good eggs that settle for nothing. Settle for nothing. You're literally settling to constantly convince yourself that it's okay that you're treated less than yes you deserve to be treated. You're settling for nothing. You're settling so for good. nothing. And all of the effort that you put into going well. It's not so bad. Mm-mm. No. I've been working with a friend about being a being comfortable with herself, mm-hmm. knowing herself to not settle for nothing. Yes. You start appreciating you for who you are mm-hmm. and don't mold to fit someone else's ideal. Don't shift your preferences so that you have something in common with someone else. Exactly. Figure yourself out and then be comfortable with that so that you don't have to settle for nothing. Yes. So that you have a standard. Exactly. And someone else has to meet it. Yep. For you to share a path with that person. Yes. Otherwise, you're living life wrong. You're living life totally wrong. You're totally wasting it. I have for the last 33 years. Like, I mean... If they, if you find out who you are and that's where you're at, you don't get to go lower. Right. You don't get to go lower. You don't get to go left or right. You don't get to just change according to what other people like. Find where you're at and that's where you're at. And if you have people meet you where your energy is, Mm -hmm. then by all means, have at it. If not, they're not for you. They're not your person. They're not your friend. Let them go. Yeah. Let them go. Yeah. And if someone wants to leave your life, let them, let them go. Let them. Half the time, we cling to people just because we want them to want us. We don't actually want them. Yes. It's a legit switch in our sick human brains, the way we so oddly function. Yes. We can't, our egos can't take the fact that someone just might not want, want us. us. And so we think. We just want them so bad. Whereas if 
I got one in mind. If they showed up at my front door and were like, you know, I want to be together forever. Let's do this. Let's commit. I would hesitate like crazy in that moment. Mm. But up until then, I'd be all about it. Yeah. Till it actually happened. Yep. That's, that makes no sense. That makes absolutely no sense. I hate to admit it because it so doesn't make that much sense. It really doesn't. But. It's a it's a thing. Yeah, the the want what you can't have. Uh huh. And then you. you can but have if they, it, but, you don't but if I it. found out I could have it, and then I thought about how well I knew them and what they couldn't ever give me. <laughs> yeah. Ew. How our lives wouldn't actually be very we good together. Not, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah. We would have to force it every day, like and so many that. other people try to do. Like so many people do. Yeah. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Yep. So thank you, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> for letting that person be so icky. Because yeah. I don't want that. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Ugh. And and toot toot to the women who actually want good for themselves and also other people. Who can see that, hey, this person that I know slightly better, I can tell she's hurt. Yeah. And has been hurt. And whereas I could probably have what I wanted for a couple weeks, yeah. I'm going to choose the high road and we're both going to heal and and leave said disease behind. Yeah, word. You know? Toot yes. toot. <laughs> toot toot. Yeah. Honk honk, beep beep. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, friends are forever. Dudes are going to come and go. Yeah. Friends are forever. Mm-hmm. And also... A quick lesson. Don't ever have beef with another woman over a guy. It's not worth it. Trust me. I refuse. I will never be that woman. Yeah. I I will never be that woman. If I'm ever in a predicament where I have got to have beef with a girl over a guy, she can have him. Yeah. I've been told by another guy that that's not attractive. It just makes it look like I don't care. When I'm sorry, I'm not going to change that because I'd rather... She and I, whether I know her well or not, I'd rather be able to go walk around and bump into her at Cotton Patch yeah. and her not roll her eyes yeah. at me um, and let just let her have the guy. Because yeah. if I have to question whether or not he wants me or her, oh, oh that's not. Yeah. In that scenario, no, nah, I'm out. I'm out. Now, if I'm with someone and I've got an intruder, yeah. I'll handle that. Right. Respectful adult, adult who's woman. in a relationship. And, yes. you, you know, I'll put you in your place because yeah. you know but if it's a me and me or her game yeah no because that's what i meant yeah me no, or her I'll, oh i'll just exclude yeah. myself and then yeah. she and i'll be best buds when she ends up getting tired of your shit her mind right yeah. yeah no i i i ain't got the time or the energy no don't no i don't have it absolutely not i don't have it you ain't I'm gonna see no up. cat fight from I'm me straight up hurting people's feelings lately yeah 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 just going yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not, <laughs> no. I'm not doing that. Nope. I'm not doing that. And just straight up walk away. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I had a, I was in, well, maybe it was Saturday morning and I was just, I was all business. I was getting things done. And then I, I was getting to the studio early because I had an all day client, just one client that I was tattooing all day long on yeah. Saturday. So I had to get there and get some stuff done before so that my mind could be free and clear of the clutter before I started this tattoo and I got there and um one of my coworkers was already there and I straight up brewed and I and I don't know if I hurt her feelings or not 
because if I did, she avoided me, rightfully so. And if I didn't, then she was oblivious, and that's great. Sure. I got there and straight up went, what are you doing here? <laughs> just like, get out. Just like that. What are you doing here? And um, she <laughs> she was like, oh, I have a client at noon. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, you're here well, to do your I, job. I didn't look at the schedule. So My bad. Just, <laughs> just, I'm sorry. You know, I was walking in. I was going to get business done, and somebody else was in my space. And I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> there to distract you. Yeah. 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 Oh, Some, that's funny. You know, sometimes you just you just be you true do. to you. You got to be true to you. And, and I'm relationships are my, as weird as it sounds because I'm such a dude, <laughs> um, relationships are one of my weakest links. Yeah. I'm not good at them. Yeah. Not good at them. It is odd because you are such a good communicator. I'm so good at communicating. You're so good at communicating and you're so good at giving advice and encouragement mm-hmm. for all those around you. But when it comes to me, yeah, I suck at it. Yeah. yeah. I either am like in love with you and am wife material from day one. Yeah. Like I want, I like either meet you and like want to see you grow and succeed and spiritually career wise emotionally I'm your best friend I'm your number one cheerleader yeah and I'm I'm in love with you would do anything for you you know with some boundaries because yeah, sure. like I do love myself <laughs> like I have found that or <laughs> I'm a dude and I I don't care I don't, wanna. I don't care talk to you i'm not trying to talk to you too much no you know i just i don't i can't i'll find i'll find my person where they match me and my energy where i'm at yes it'll be good it'll be fine yeah it'll be it's gonna be fine fine it's gonna be fine fine. everything is fine it's all gonna be great this is fine so so we just did an episode (laughs) you guys are welcome how many people got on to you for us not posting several i heard it a lot several from random from clients like tattoo clients yeah are getting on to me mm-hmm. i have friends i have a girl who rarely talks i mean we were super super tight when i lived in austin and i really don't hear from her much until we don't post a podcast and she's going hello um, where you at that? i have a close guy friend bad, who was like hey uh did you skip another week and I was like, well, yeah, we yeah, we had a lot going on. He was like, oh, cool, understandable. Well, don't let it happen again. Don't let it happen too much because you guys care too much about it and y'all are too good. So when I was like, hey, calm down. Right. We've got an episode we're going to record on Sunday. He's yeah. like, okay, good. Plan. Dang. Okay. Our plan. Dang, okay. We love it, though. We do We have it. just been busy. We've just been busy. We have been busy, been which busy. is an excuse that we... Um, lean on off use it so well it is the truth it's the truth though you're busier than me doing like actual productive passionate creative things <laughs> whereas i'm just busy going to work and going to the gym and like just doing other stuff yeah <laughs> just like i'm trying to balance i'm i'm trying to work on figuring out a good balance and for my life you're gonna figure it out i am gonna figure it out you're gonna figure it out yeah so. I'm I'm thankful I'm not creative, <laughs> or I'd be as busy as you. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Don't yeah, bore me. Except that you are creative. You're a really good writer, and you haven't paid attention to your blog in quite some time. almost a year. I need to do that. I think in the October or November was the last time I wrote. Bet. Yeah, I know. 
You're such a good writer. I need to write. You're such a good writer. I need to write. So, cool. you are creative. Mm-hmm. You just, like your psychic abilities, you just ignore them and act like they don't <laughs> exist. <laughs> oh, I can see people writing in being like, Becca, what can you tell me about me? <laughs> Since you're psychic, but you ignore it. Yeah, I'm right. like, nah, dude. Nah, dog. I'm good. Don't yeah. make me channel into that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. I'm busy. I'm drained and stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. So, oh, I want to tell you this real quick. Oh, tell me. Frankie, the other morning, woke up at like, I don't know, it was like five o'clock in the morning ish. Yeah. Um, And was crying for me, going, Mama, Mama, right? Mm-hmm. And usually, typically, by the time I get to her door, she's on the other side of the door, standing Aww. there waiting for me. Um, Was not the case on this particular morning. I open her door and she's like frantic in her bed. Searching around, looking, crying, mom, mom, what, baby, what is it? What is it? And I get to her and she says, there's a Grinch in my blanket. (gasps) There's a Grinch in my blanket. A Grinch in her blanket. And her blanket's like all like balled up and weird. And so like, I'm, what are you talking about? And I'm like thumbing through it. And there's a bunny, just one of her little lovies in her blanket. Like, this is just a lovey. And she's like, no, there was a Grinch in my blanket. (laughs) (laughs) My two and a half year old friends, two and a half. There's a Grinch in my blanket. Like, there's not a Grinch in here, baby. And then she looks at me and she's like, okay, can we go to Mama's bed? Because <laughs> there's not a Grinch in your blanket. <laughs> I was like, sure. Um, she mentioned it again, like, later in the day about how there was a Grinch in her blanket. Um, for the record, yes, we are still actively watching the Grinch. Uh-huh. That, and it's not just that since we have started Christmas. picking it up again. It has happened since Christmas. The Grinch is a thing. And I will, I think we talked that maybe last time about the difference between the little Grinch and the big Grinch. Uh-huh. And so Grinch is a constant, but there was a Grinch in her blanket on that morning. A Grinch. A Grinch. Not the Grinch. There was a Grinch in her blanket. A Grinch in her blanket. So I don't know what that is. And then we get to mama's bed, to my bed. And um, because at this time it was like, what, five ten in the morning. I was like, well, yeah, I don't fucking care. Just get lay down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, don't care. <laughs> so I got at least another hour and a half, please. And so we lay down, and she's, like, laying next to me and just staring at me. (laughs) And so I'm on my side, and I'm facing her, but my eyes are closed because I'm trying to fall back asleep. But I can, like, hear her breathing. (laughs) And I don't – I don't think she was doing it intentionally, but I think she was doing it intentionally. Yeah? Where it's like (sighs) – Right? Yeah. Just staring at me. And so I would open my eyes, and she's just staring at me. And then when I opened my eyes, she touched my face and be like, I want some milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool. So I go get her milk. I'm wrapping this up, I swear. I go get her milk. I bring it back. She's chugging her milk. She's laying in bed. She's drinking her milk. I'm falling back asleep. Right? And I'm in that, like, soft, cozy mode. You yeah. know, where you've, like, woken up, you've walked around, you've peed, and then you've gotten back in bed. Yep. Yeah. So I'm in the cozy spot, and I'm falling back asleep. And then she sits up. Like shoots off the pillow, <laughs> and she—I can hear her mouth <laughs> moving. What's she doing? And she said, "There's hair in my mouth." <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, "Okay, I don't—I get it out." <laughs> <laughs> and she—I can hear it happening. And so then I start watching her trying to figure out, and <laughs> which is a very entertaining thing to watch a toddler figure out how to get a hair out of their mouth, right? She's working her tongue around and, like, putting her fingers in her mouth. She's trying to work it. Or she's figuring it out. Yeah. 
And then she gags herself. <laughs> so now she has regurgitated <gasps> milk solids all over herself, all over me. No. Yeah. This, by this time, it's like 6.15. No. 6.20 in the morning. And there are milk solids everywhere. <laughs> yep. Just like that. Linens, everything. No. I was like, oh, cool. And so her, and she is such a cleaner. Mm-hmm. She wants to help clean it up. She'll clean it up. Like the, the table, you know, she's getting her napkin and she's like just really just moving crumbs around. But she's trying. Yeah. Right. Her intentions are good. Yeah. As they were on this particular morning. Oh, gosh. Where she helped clean it up. Oh, no. And she's just moving milk solids around. Oh, my God. Like, stop. Stop. Stop moving. moving. Do not touch stop it. Stop moving. I'll get it. I'll get it. Please stop. <laughs> so gross. So, you're welcome. That was... That's it. There's a, there's a hair in my mouth. There's a hair, there's a hair in my mouth. She's great. She's growing oh, up. Oh, and she gags herself. She is something else. Yeah. Milk solids everywhere. Something. Later in the day, she asked me for some milk, and I said no. No, you can't have milk. <laughs> no, you can drink some water. You cannot have milk. I wonder if she thought it was a Grinch hair. I don't know. You know? I don't know. Bless her heart. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, well, anyway, there's that. That's that. So, thanks for sitting with us, friends. <laughs> um, we, hey, we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for having patience. Yes. You um, will hear, see us, hear us, be with us, experience <laughs> us sometime next week. Sometime next week. Just, we got it. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. We get it. We, we get, get it. Think it's, just think of it as a surprise. No one ever yes. gets surprised anymore. They don't. See, so, here we are contributing to that. We do appreciate the fact that you look for us. Yes. We absolutely do appreciate that. Absolutely, We wouldn't be us without it. So, um, you can find us on social, uh, Instagram and Facebook is at going Dutch podcast. If you have, um, any kind of stories or words that you want to share with us, you can email us at Marky and Beck at gmail.com. And other than that, we will talk to you, talk at you, talk at you next time. Peace, love, and cheese, because it ain't easy being cheesy. Be a good egg. Love you guys. Bye.